from London, England, where the Queen lives. Recorded live from an underground bunker and packaged into an MP3 with a pretty little picture. Helping to kickstart your day with the motivation and inspiration you need. 365 days a year. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And this is your host, Chris Jaggs. If you're having those feelings, you just don't feel as confident as others perceive you to be, or that you're just not as good as everyone else thinks you are, well, you are in good company. These feelings are known as imposter syndrome and also known as imposter phenomenon. A review published in the International Journal of Behavioral Science estimates that 70% of people experience these imposter feelings at some point in their lives. Now, one thing to know about imposter syndrome is that it doesn't affect just one type of person either. It actually affects all kinds of people from all parts of life. Men, women, athletes, actors, social media influencers, Managers, executives, anyone and everyone. It really can affect you, me, anyone at all. It's very inclusive like that. And before we get into this, let's have those messages. Lives. Now, one thing to know about imposter syndrome is that it doesn't affect just one type of person either. It actually affects all kinds of people from all parts of life. Men, women, athletes, actors, social media influencers, managers, executives, anyone and everyone really can affect you, me, anyone at all. It's very inclusive like that. And before we get into this, let's have those messages. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with Chris Jacks. He ain't no DJ, but he'll help remix your life. For the latest health news, smarter working and inspirational real life stories, come over to learndeveloplive.com. It's your time to level up. Very challenging goals with a feeling of disappointment when you fall short. For some people, imposter syndrome can fuel feelings of motivation to achieve. This usually can cause constant anxiety. You might overprepare or work much harder than necessary due to the feeling of having to make sure that nobody finds out you're a fraud, even though you actually aren't. Now the problem with that mindset alone is, you could think that the only reason you survived that presentation at work in front of that room full of people was that you stayed up all night rehearsing, or you think the only reason you got through that party or family gathering was that maybe you memorised details about all the guests so you always have an idea of small talk. The problem with IS is that the experience of doing well at something does nothing to change your beliefs. Even though you might sell for a performance or have lunch with co-workers, the thought still nags in your head. What gives me the right to be here? The more you're accomplished, well, the more you feel like a fraud. It's as though you can't internalise your experiences of success. Imagine going through this thought process day after day, the anxiety building with more and more pressure. It's not going to be very pretty at the end of it, is it? The thought process is that if you do well, it must be the result of luck because a socially incompetent person that just doesn't belong here. But you are good enough. You just don't see it. Now, of course, there are different ways IS can appear and there are plenty of different types around out there. First, we have perfectionists who set an extremely high expectation for themselves and if they meet 99% of their goals, they will still feel like a failure. They are simply just never happy. Any small mistake will make them question their own competence. Next, we have the experts who feel the need to know every piece of information before they start a project and constantly look for new certifications or training to improve their own skills. 
they won't apply for a job if they don't meet all the criteria in the posting. They might be hesitant to ask a question in class or speak up in a meeting at work because they're afraid of looking stupid if they don't already know the answer. Next we have when the natural genius has to struggle or work hard to accomplish something. He or she thinks this means they're just not good enough. They're used to skills coming easily and when they have to put some effort in, their brain tells them that's proof that you're actually an imposter. We also have soloists who tend to be very individual and prefer to work alone. Self-worth often stems from their own productivity so they can reject offers of assistance. They tend to see asking for help as a bit of a sign of weakness or maybe just incompetence. And lastly, we have the superhero. Now a superhero will push themselves to work harder than those around to prove that they're not imposters. They feel they need to succeed in all aspects of life at work, as parents, as partners. And they may feel stressed when they're just not accomplishing something. Now the question is, how do you deal with IS? Well, the first steps to overcoming imposter feelings is to acknowledge the faults and put them in perspective. Simply observing that fault as opposed to engaging it can be helpful and we can help teach people to let go and be more critically questionable about their faults. Ask yourself, does this fault help me or does it make me feel worse? You can also reframe your faults. You can remind people that the only difference between someone who experiences imposter syndrome and someone who does not have it is how they respond to challenges. People who don't feel like imposters are no more intelligent or competent or capable than the rest of us, which of course is very good news because it means that we just have to learn how to think like non-imposters. Learning to value constructive criticism, understand that you actually aren't slowing your team down when you don't ask for help, or just remembering that the more you practice a skill, the better you'll get can all help. It can also be helpful to share what you're feeling with trusted friends or mentors. People who have more experience can reassure you that it's just a normal feeling and knowing others that have been in that position can actually help you make it seem less scary. If you want to delve more deeply into these feelings, seeking out a professional psychologist is definitely recommended. Most people experience moments of doubt and that is normal. The important part is to not let that doubt control your actions. The goal is not to never feel like an imposter. When this does happen, people having the tools the insight and information to talk themselves down faster will only help them potentially beat this feeling or at least have it under control. It is very possible that you have an imposter moment, but it's not an imposter life and that counts for everyone out there. Now the time for you to book your free Learn the Bit Power Call is now. Get your ideas on the road to something that you can be proud of. Book your call at ldlcall.com and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. That's for the podcast. Well, I'll be back tomorrow for more. Take care of yourselves. Have a great day. And I'll see you in the next one. Well, the first steps to overcoming imposter feelings is to acknowledge the faults and put them in perspective. Simply observing that fault as opposed to engaging it can be helpful. And we can help teach people to let go and be more critically questionable about their faults. Ask yourself, does this fault help me or does it make me feel worse? You can also reframe your faults. You can remind people that the only difference between someone who experiences imposter syndrome and someone who does not have it is how they respond to challenges. People who don't feel like imposters are no more intelligent or competent or capable than the rest of us, which of course is very good news because it means that we just have to learn how to think like non-imposters. Learning to value constructive criticism, 
I understand that you actually aren't slowing your team down when you don't ask for help. Or just remembering that the more you practice a skill, the better you'll get can all help. It can also be helpful to share what you're feeling with trusted friends or mentors. People who have more experience can reassure you that it's just a normal feeling. And knowing others that have been in that position can actually help you make it seem less scary. If you want to delve more deeply into these feelings, seeking out a professional psychologist is definitely recommended. Most people experience moments of doubt, and that is normal. The important part is to not let that doubt control your actions. The goal is not to never feel like an imposter. When this does happen, people having the tools, the insight and information to talk themselves down faster will only help them potentially beat this feeling or at least have it under control. It is very possible that you have an imposter moment, but it's not an imposter life, and that counts for everyone out there. Now the time for you to book your free Learn to Live Power Call is now. Get your ideas on the road to something that you can be proud of. Book your call at ldlcall.com and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. That's for the podcast. Well, I'll be back tomorrow for more. Take care of yourselves. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next one. You're listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast because chocolate doesn't always have the answers. Goodbye. What? It's over already? All over. Thank you for listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. I hope you feel as warm, motivated, and fuzzy inside as I do. You can connect with Chris at LearnDevelopLive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Until next time, join the motivation. 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 Motivation.